How do I start? Yeah, I remember how I started this show. All right. It's me, it's me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it, I got it, I got it. Just <laughs> <laughs> throwing dice yeah, 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 where yeah, we... That's the one, that's the one. Discuss the best things about the best hobby in the world. Yeah. me it's me it's tdp it's the throw and dice podcast where we discuss the what did you say it was we're a chinese food podcast with a hobby problem that's what we are <laughs> yeah we are well yeah what we discuss the we discuss tabletop role-playing tabletop war gaming and all the beautiful hobby that's uh associated with uh just because you shot jesse james don't make you jesse james i'm curtis and ghost spider is best spider i'm grant wills that's right Grant, we're back. It's only been like two weeks, three weeks maybe. About almost four, but yeah. Oh, I thought we were doing an early one. What's today's date? It's uh, the ninth. Uh, then like three weeks, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I mean, this is earlier than normal. This is we're gonna be dropping this for you people pretty shortly. Um, we've also got a a second, uh, smaller episode coming up next weekend. That we'll be recording with a very special guest. Our very first interview segment. Yeah. Excited about this. Very excited. Very excited. It's a very inspirational person who you'll you'll definitely want to hear more from. Uh, someone who you'll definitely want to follow on social media and Instagram and watch their journey. It's very, very cool. What do you want to do? You want to do uh, games played first or hobby first? Uh, let's do hobby. So do hobby. what hobby have you done in the last... Three and a bit weeks. Oh man, let me tell you, I have been fucking all over hobby, bro. Uh, so, in the last three weeks, I finished painting the Claw Sisters X23 and Honey Badger for Marvel Crisis Protocol. Awesome. I finished my Shield Agents for Marvel Crisis Protocol. I finished four pieces of Scatter Terrain for Marvel Crisis Protocol. Uh, these were 3D printed, um, like, Barrels. Barrels. Barrels and boxes, yeah, like, like crates. Um, yeah, like little clusters of like bar- waste barrels and packing crates. I figure they'll probably be at, like around a size too. We can... Uh... Yeah. I think they. I originally printed them for my City Fight board for 40, 30k, but they can be used either or. Yeah. Uh, I finished Deadpool's Taco Truck for Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yeah. Uh, Very then cool. Because of uh, She-Hulk, the TV series, I quickly painted up my She-Hulk. The series. The series. The, sh- the She-Hulk series. She, 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 you she. You she. What I was doing. Yes, because of the, the She-Hulk series, I painted the she <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I, painted the, I painted the She-Hulk uh, for my S.H.I.E.L.D. team. And... Nice. You did it different from mine, didn't you? Yeah, I did um because you did the normal like white and purple colors for her uh for her outfit. Yeah. 
I did a white and like a navy blue because she's going to be in with my shield team. And so I just basically did her navy blue the same color as everybody else's navy blue. Awesome. So she fits in with shield. Um, then I started painting an Imperial Nobility uh, team for Blood Bowl 7s. Cool. And while I was in the middle of painting that and waiting for washes to dry and things, I just grabbed Luke Cage off the top of my my shelf and started painting Luke Cage. And I finished painting him uh, while I was trying to paint um, a team for a game of 7s that I was about to play. In the middle, somewhere in the middle, I was just like... Ah, fuck it, I'm going to paint something else real fast. And I painted Luke Cage, and I'm very happy with how he turned out. He was an absolute fucking joy to paint. Um, the Like, I've never painted denim before, so I was having fun painting blue jeans. Uh, then I completed that Imperial Nobility Sevens team. I started War Machine, and then I hit a, I hit a, a spot, because I was like, do I want to do a proper War Machine, or do I want to do the Iron Patriot from the comic books? And... Uh, you you seem to be in the corner of Iron Patriot. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's, Iron Patriot looks so much cooler. It is really cool. Uh, I don't know. I built uh, built and primed the Howling Commandos. They finally came uh, from my uh, pre-order. The on the on I think they came out on the 26th. They were supposed to come out on the 9th, and they never got here. So then I checked, and they were actually moved to the 26th. And then I started a ruined apartment building from TT Combat. Uh, the combat, uh, the the whole building is painted. I haven't inked it yet, but I'm going to do some. Uh, I'm going to do a, a thing of graffiti on the side, and my wife wants to do a thing of graffiti on the side. So, awesome. yeah, very cool. That is all the hobby that I have done. What have you been up to? Wow, that puts me to shame. Yeah, but like normally you put me to shame, so it's fine. So, uh, so on the last episode we chatted about the dumpsters that my wife was graffitiing up. Yeah, she was graffitiing them while we were talking. Yeah, so we posted those up, and then to go along with those, so that's three dumpsters that are now finished. Uh, two cars from the corset. Yep. Uh, and then eleven other size one. Uh, scatter pieces so they they uh they recommend having around 12 pieces of scenery on the board i have 11 size ones fuck that dude i play magneto we're gonna have all the scattered terrain uh yeah so loads a whole bunch of little scatter terrain Uh, i finished painting the daily bugle booth from the corset oh i can see it over there it looks really good can i see that i haven't seen it yeah uh don't die Don't Don't, don't break your chair there's just dead taco truck. <laughs> and the taco truck sitting on top of it. Taco truck on top. Oh, is that um So yeah, that the graffiti on the back is from the credit scene from Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. Where yeah. it's the the silhouette of her jumping and then the big rainbow. Does that say Kelly? It does say Kelly. <laughs> and then <laughs> Kelly graffitied her own name onto our onto our yeah, terrain. I That's got, fucking I, awesome. I got her to sign it. That's so cool. I love it. The Daily Bugle looks really good too. Uh, up here at the top. Yeah. It looks like you did it um, almost like a non-metal metallic where it's like got the fading, the, the, yeah, the, the it's, shadow. It's, um, well, yeah, painted gray, painted lighter gray, dabs with white. Yeah, looks really yeah, good. Like it's meant to be faded or... Yeah. Looks really good. That'll look great on the table. Uh, and then I realized after I was doing the bugle that I had... 
about a week, and then I would hit a thousand days of hobby streak. Oh, so, so I was like, I need to finish something big. I've got a lot of big projects that are in various states of assembly and painting. So I uh, fished one down, which was my Imperial Knight Lancer, who's a sentinel. That's uh, not centaur. a sentinel. A centaur. Uh, so he's got he's got a three D printed centaur lower body. He's climbing over a three D printed wrecked rhino, uh, and then he's the plastic knight body, uh, and then he uh, he's converted with bits that I won from a uh, an Instagram giveaway from Tarot Modern Maker. Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> Years how many, ago, how many Instagram giveaways have you won? Like twelve. Uh, he's closer to 20. Oh, my God. Like, because Grant, like, has no life, so he's always on Instagram. So, like, anytime someone's, like, Instagram giveaway, like, I can count on maybe three times a day Grant, like, tagging me in an Instagram uh, giveaway you know, thing. it's the scattergun approach. The more you enter, the more you're likely to win. Yeah. And you are likely to win. Yeah. So like, it's, like, like every other month, I've, Grant's I've, like, oh, I won this one. I've done really well from them. Like, so... Uh, currently, our microphone is resting on the box of an uh, Imperial Knight, and that was the night I won from Tarot, <laughs> plus a whole bunch of uh, his resin conversion pieces. So I got a shield, I got a big glaive, I got a waist extender, and a left hand, because I think the knight... No, a right hand, because the knight only comes left-handed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I needed two hands, so he made a right hand, so he gave me one of those as well, so you... And that, and then I used all those bits to convert this model up, eighteen months ago. Eighteen months ago. So I probably, I think I won the, won the giveaway two years ago. Yeah. It took me six months before I started building it. Yeah. And then I stopped painting it. I think I primed it, and then I stopped painting it. So in the in the week up to my thousand days, I finished painting it all, but I didn't get it finished. There's still a bit to do. Oh, man. So uh, I need to do some freehand on it, and then I need to varnish it, decals, and then weather it, and then it's done. But the important part here is 1,000 straight days of hobby, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Let's go. So that's... Let's fucking go. That's... Yeah, I'm approaching three years now. That's so, fucking wild. Uh, yeah, it's great. Like, there's, there's not many people that have done 1,000 days... On Instagram, there may be someone who do on Twitter only, but um, yeah, I think there's about five or six people who've reached a thousand days That's using the wild. using the hashtag Hobby Streak. I I can't reach like four days in a row, so that, that's mind blowing to me. Well, it's oh, is it is it is fifteen days to make to form a habit. Then it's sixty. No, to form a, um, oh, what is it? It's to form a routine. It's like fourteen days or something to form a routine. Then it's sixty days to form a habit. So once you get past or once six, with meth, yeah. And then, <laughs> once then you, you form a habit real quick. And then once you've formed the habit, it's harder to break it than it is to. Uh. Especially once you get past the hundred odd days, you just don't want to give up. If we could count like thinking about lists 
and stuff like that as hobby. Yeah. If we could count uh, recording and or editing podcasts as hobby. Well, you definitely can. This this one. This yes. one you can. This one I can. Um, well, it doesn't have to be model hobby, does it? <clears throat> like, it could be any hobby. I cleaned my I cleaned my hobby desk yesterday. I cleaned around it and like made room for stuff and rearranged it and stuff. I would count that. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. However, there's no real rules to it. Yeah. But, you know, aim for half hour a day. Hobby-related things. Mm. I definitely be, have a half hour a day. It could be half hour a day where you're sitting on the toilet list hammering. That's true. Um, as long which as you I, save, I do. save and post those lists up. <laughs> um, post a picture of me on the fucking toilet. Um, no, like, I, I definitely have a half hour a day. But it's finding the motivation to, like, actually do something every day. Like, there's plenty of days where, like, I've just gotten home from work. I've slept all day. I've got three hours before i got to get ready to go back to work. And really, I just want to sit on the couch and cuddle the pugs and fucking drink a cup of tea. And, uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Mm. And you said pugs. I did say pugs because as of today... The uh, we can start talking about it. Like we are officially uh, pug parents again. My wife and I adopted a little baby. Uh, his name is uh, his name's Buddy, but there are too many dogs named Buddy. Um, Grant has a dog named Buddy. My neighbor Joe, uh, she has a, a dog named Buddy. My family, my mom and dad, call me Buddy. My cousins call me Buddy because it's like a family nickname. Too many buddies, so we changed it to Teddy. So now we have. Uh, Franklin and Teddy, and uh, Teddy's uh, he turns eight tomorrow. Wow! So he's he's an old man. He's kind of set in his ways. He's not had a good life, but he's with us now, and he's going to have a great uh, a great life from here on in. And we are very happy to cuddle the pugs. Uh, he's a tiny little guy with a big personality, so I love him to death. Yeah, he's got proper old man, grumpy old man face. Oh, he's got grumpy old man face. I fucking love him. He's the best. Yeah. So um, we're hoping to introduce him to the bullies sometime in the next week or so. Yeah, well. we were we were hoping to do it last night. He's he's just not settled enough. He would be very well, unsettled to go yeah, to another place. He's now. only been with you a week. Yeah, so. yeah. So, like I said, he hasn't had the best uh, the best life. He's been in and out of foster homes for the last two years. So, not anymore. He's with us now. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll uh, introduce him to the bullies very soon. I think he'll have a hell of a time uh, playing with them. Yeah, uh, I think Buddy needs someone to play who will play. Yeah, definitely. Because Frank just doesn't know what's going on, and just just he won't play with him. <laughs> He's just like, nah, fuck that. He's like, nope, I want to sleep. Yeah, but yeah. So I, I did some work on the night. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, I posted up some photos on on my Instagram, of course, about it. Uh, it was all posed, assembled, well, sub-assemblies were put together for the photograph. Uh, there's a little reel of it spinning round uh, on a turntable. Uh, it's massive. It's absolutely massive. It's fucking huge. Night Lancers are pretty big, though, but, like, this thing is huge. Yeah. So because of the, the pose where it's climbing over the rhino, it puts the plastic knight body higher than the, than a night lancer would than be. the Serastus Forge World Knight would be, so it's big. Yeah. I so mean, there's no no modelling for advantage no, there. No, not really. <laughs> it's massive. Um, it, it looks fucking 
it looks awesome though. It'll look great like when you when you bring out your night house for a 30k event, it'll be really fucking cool. Yeah. Um so I did a bit more work on it uh, after that after I hit the 1000 days. But then I also started working on my birthday presents that yeah. I were given. Happy birthday to you, Grant. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. So what did you get for all for your birthday? Uh, so I got everything was Marvel themed that I was given. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I got I got Marvel t-shirts. I got comic Marvel books. comic books. Yeah. I got uh, Marvel gaming accessories. So mm-hmm. I got a dice tray. I got some ghost spider measuring sticks. I got... Were those from Etsy? Yes. Nice. Very cool. And then I got, um, yeah, I got Marvel cards. I had a Marvel badge as well. My wife got me a card with a badge on it, of nice. course. Very cool. Uh, and Did then, it say, I'm the birthday boy? <laughs> uh, no, it's a big Captain America <laughs> shield. Oh, that's um, cool. Uh, so that's now attached to my gaming bag. Cool. Uh, and then I got uh, the Venom uh, and the Black Panther and Killmonger boxes. Yep. Uh, from my sister, and then from you, I got a big box of uh, terrain. Yeah. So I got the Crash Sentinel uh, terrain. So it's fallen through the rocks on garage building. That's a very cool set. And like yeah. with the Sentinels coming out now, and I know you were thinking about the Sentinels. So I was like, that's the one. Still so tempted by them. And then, yeah, so I built those. Uh, I also built some more TT Combat terrain. Uh and you had a scathing oh, uh, some some uh, MDF billboards, and oh my god, they were they were bad. Uh, so the kit was fine. Yeah, how it goes together is fine, but the quality control was awful. Mm-hmm. There was big scorch sections of the the sheet um, where it had it had just caught fire, and it had been left put through. Uh, the the edges were all burnt and there was so much like charring and soot left on it. it and you've you've done MDF terrain yourself. You've done laser cutting and things like that. Yeah, before. yeah. I've worked with laser cutters for oh god, eighteen years. Holy shit, man! Uh, so yeah, what do you? What the do first you think, time I started using them, eighteen years ago. What do you think the the issue is? What happened? So the it's. It seems that well, their settings are off. Right, they're not right. Like how? Um, it's the the lasers running too hot, uh, and it's probably running. They probably, I don't know, but I would guess it's set hot to run faster. But it being so hot, it's there's scorching. more. It's scorching. You said your desk smelled like a campfire when you were building uh, this stuff. Yeah, because my hands were filthy. I was it was covered in soot. Anything I touched, or yeah, it's just that burnt, burnt wood, smoky smell, charcoal smell. And that's that's a that's a nice smell until it's where you don't want it to be, and yeah. it's covering everything you touch. That's pretty fucking gross. Yeah, and these small little kits. There's what, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. What was it, eight components? Each one, maybe, maybe ten components. So there's not a lot of pieces, and my god, did that pack smell. 
That's funny. And like I bought those like three, three, four months ago. Mm. And like they've been sitting down right, waiting to get built. And for them to still smell like that is pretty fucking well, wild. It's sealed in the, yeah, it's in sealed the vac- in, I guess you're right. sealed in the vacuum pack. But yeah, it was Yeah. The the I think the settings need tweaking hmm. over at TT. So TT, if you're listening to my man Grant, you can't afford him. But <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe he can come and take a look at your stuff. You can give him 100 pounds. <laughs> Tell you what you're doing wrong. Yeah. Um, what else have you built? So, yeah. the the So, I built those, primed all that, and I've been painting, uh, chipping away, painting at the rocks on scenery. Uh, I've put all the little scatter bits onto bases. The little scatter bits look so much cooler on bases, and it does stop them from, like, falling over in the middle of a game and things okay. like that. Um, it makes it harder to place minis a little bit, because right. you got to kind of, like, work around them. Good. It's more tactical. Yeah. It's very tactical. Right. Even on these, you haven't seen, but there's, like, a little yellow M on that trash cup. Uh, oh, you tried to look a little McDonald's logo. Uh, yeah, and then there's a little... That's a Starbucks cup. Ah, oh, sweet. Yeah. So it's white with the brown holder, and there's a... <clears throat> I don't think it's on that picture, but there is a little green symbol on it. That's fucking awesome. Oh. Uh, so that's the McDonald's cup. There's the McDonald's cup. Someone did a little uh, graffiti on the on the back of the mail, the post box. Yeah, it's a little... Um, oh, yeah, a little Starbucks logo. Yeah, little Ace of Hearts. This is stuff that no one will ever see. Nope. <laughs> I love this. It was bo- while I was bored, uh, waiting for something to dry. <laughs> just, yep. Just put a little. That's fantastic. Little. Uh, Wait, isn't this? Doesn't isn't this where um, Miles goes? So Miles is jumping over one of those. It's like a newspaper box yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like an automated newspaper. Yeah, you put twenty five cents in it, you take the entire run of fucking newspapers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Miles is jumping over one of those, but a. That one has his hand molded to it, mm-hmm. whereas this one is just one that came in the box with the rocks on. Oh, kit. okay, cool. Yeah, right on. Um, uh, and I finally started using some of the little bottles and coffee cups and and the little Coke cans, Coke and, cans, dented Coke cans and stuff. Yeah, that, that come on the sprue with all of the Marvel bases. Mm-hmm. Which, if if you didn't know. There are little tr- bits of trash yeah. on every sprue of the bases. Yeah, it's it's really fun. Like, if you look at the, sp- the basing sprues, it's just the four bases, and then you look at it, and you're like, oh, shit, that's a, that's a bottle. Yeah. Like, there's so, a bottle attached to that. There's a cup attached to that. So Yeah, so... Fucking cool stuff. Uh, every, uh, every week, there's at least one or two people who post up on the, the Marvel groups online <laughs> that say... Oh my god, I've only just realised. <laughs> I could have been adding basing decorations. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've not put any on anything before. And I was like, oh, I might as well just use some. Yeah, might you as know, well. You know, because like, that mailbox is very small. Or not the mailbox, sorry, the newspaper box is very small. So I thought I'd add a couple of bits of detail to it. Yeah. To the yeah. base. We can get... Um, someone had done like newspapers and things like that that were in that scale mm. and you just print them out cut them out and you like can yeah. glue them to the to the basing so it looks like there's like trash yeah, and, and newspapers like, scattered and like movie posters and stuff you can yeah, stick on the wall and exactly yeah, yeah. we should do that that'd be cool and this is all because what we we're doing youtubes yeah we're so close to getting it all done and ready to then start 
practice filming, filming. bat raps, man. Yeah, it's gonna be so much fun. Um, we're we're close. We're not quite there. We're not we're not there yet. Maybe maybe we'll be practicing by the by the time we do another full episode. Yeah. Um, we've got almost all the terrain painted. We've got. I mean, we've got tons of terrain. I can see your Roxxon stations sitting over there chilling, like, two-thirds painted. Yep. That's fucking sweet. Um, we've got a mat now, mm-hmm. a full-on mat. Uh, and S- Starting to paint up a few more minis for complete rosters and stuff. <clears throat> so getting a mix of minis. Yep. I've, uh, yeah, I think we're going to be filming small games of things first, like you suggested. Uh, anything that can go on a small base. So, like... MCP, um, Blood Bowl, um, what's some other small? Maybe Mordheim. Maybe Mordheim. Maybe Mordheim. Maybe um, uh, Necromunda. Just stuff that can you can see from like a top down view because we're only got the one camera, so it's going to be like a top down view. Um, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I'm excited, man. This is going to be good times. Yeah. So um, all all of our listeners, you Me- can means I need to tidy my hobby space. <laughs> Yeah, we just won't show them. <laughs> we just won't show them anymore. Um, I'm I'm fucking jacked about it. We, we were very inspired by Web Warrior Protocols on YouTube and what they're doing. Um, we are going to have a ton of fun. I love my taco truck. Yeah, I love the fact that it's got the podcast colors on it. As yeah, well. totally had to do the podcast. Yeah, I did the on the Deadpool taco truck. I don't think I posted a picture of it. Uh, I don't think I've posted one either. Um yeah, it's got a picture of Deadpool on the side enjoying a taco, and it's got some like big colored things behind him. So I did that in the podcast colors. Um, I did a <laughs> on the back. There's a space for a billboard, so I put it. It says "Follow me for maximum flavor." Nice. And then uh, his license plate. Instead of writing, you know, a license plate, I did a, a skull, a piece of poop, and an L. So it's Deadpool on on the license plates. Thought that was fun. Yeah. And then I did actually write out a, a menu on here. It's, you know, tacos, one for two or three for five. Burritos and chimneys, $3 each. Drinks, $1. Nice. I would eat here every day if mm-hmm. I could at Deadpool's. You oh. might actually get murdered, but... I had a La Beast burrito yesterday, Friday. Oh, from that place, that one place yeah. we stop at all El, the time? El Mexicana. El Mexicana. Oh. Oh, oh, I love burritos. God damn it. God, it was so messy. Oh. It went everywhere. It was amazing. That's not Chinese food. That's Mexican food. No, it was. You're making me jealous, bro. I have been away for work for like four days this week. I've eaten a lot of Chinese food. Oh. And I've only tried one new restaurant. So they've been away in places <laughs> I know are good. <laughs> so. Well, how was the new restaurant? Scale of one to ten. Uh so it turned out to be a noodle bar. It's not great, mm. but and oh my god, the food the food was spicy. Oh, the the, the lady at the counter warned me. She, I, I asked for the Singapore rice. Yeah. she went, oh, that's very spicy, and I just flippantly like, was, like, was like, that's fine. And oh my god, <laughs> I was sat in my hotel room sweating. My mouth was on fire. Yeah. The only thing I had to drink was diet coke, oh, and man. I was like, I was like, oh my god, I was like. I've even wrote on my notes, I was like, put, oh my God, the food's spicy. I'm not sure if this is good or bad. <laughs> and it's coloured in a different colour than yeah. my highlighting system. Make sure. If you're staying here, the food is spicy. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's so, too good. Um, but yeah, so I've stayed at, stayed 
near places where I know I've been to good restaurants. Uh, and I found a restaurant that everything I've had from there has been good. Awesome. Absolutely everything. And I've had tried different things because I've been there multiple times now. That's fucking killer. So, yeah. And that's up in Tamworth. Tamworth. And do you know what's near Tamworth? No. Web Warrior Protocol. Web Warrior Protocol. And King Fluff. Oh, right on. Yeah, King Fluff, dude. His yeah. stuff's awesome. So, I know where to eat when we're going. When we go, to <laughs> when we go up to their events. I love the little McDonald's cup. <laughs> I can't get over the little McDonald's cup. I can't. And the, I think even I painted the top brown to look like there's a, yep. a cola in there. Someone, someone dropped their cola and ran from Thanos. Yeah. They were like, no, fuck this. So, yeah. Okay. That's um, all the hobby I've been doing. So, I've been, yeah, painting up. building. Oh, because I've been in hotels for the last week, I've also built a whole bunch of... Marvel minis. Oh, you said Black Panther and so Killmonger. I built, built those boxes. I've built the last models I had left over from the core box. I have no unbuilt Marvel models now. Well done. I have, I have about 30 unpainted Marvel models <laughs> that I need to work <laughs> oh, through. Oh, shit. But, um, yeah. Only build the stuff that you're actually going to play. Or only uh, paint the stuff you're actually going to play first. Yeah, yeah. I'm painting stuff for <clears throat> my Web Warriors right on. list. What are you, what are you building... Oh, I see Venom. Venom's painting. Uh, so Venom, uh, Black Panther, and Moon Knight. Fucking sweet. Yeah. So then I've got my I've got my three D printed Domino that I'm going to paint up next, and Doc Ock. So they're the list of characters I'm going to paint next. Cool. Cool. Very very cool. The, the Zazzy um, Beats. Zazzy Beats. Yes, Zazzy yeah. Beats. Domino. Sexy Domino, and. Um, God, Zazzy Beats is a hot. She's hot. Oh my god. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, regular Domino, I'm sure, is just as hot, but she's yep. a cartoon, and Zazzy Beats is a real person. <laughs> have you seen Bullet Train? Yeah, I've not seen Bullet Train. She's in that, but I've oh, she's hot. I've seen Atlanta a lot. I like Atlanta. That's a good show. Um, but yeah, Bullet Train is very funny. Is it? It's That's the one with funny. Brad Pitt in it. Yeah. Okay, I'll watch that sometime. And it's got um, Kickass in it. He's very good. Oh, yeah. um, uh, um, yeah, Quicksilver. Play Quicksilver. Yeah, okay. Aaron Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, he's good in it as well. Right on. Um, it's got really good cast. Cool. And it's really good. I heard it was really good. Someone, uh, I there's a guy I listen to on YouTube who's always he's like a film student who goes through and talks mm-hmm. about how movies like um, do or do not uh, adhere. To what he learned in film school and how they could, if they, how they could change it to, to be better. And, um, he's, I haven't watched the video on Bullet Train yet, but he was very impressed with Bullet Train. But yeah, it's very good. Um, and then, oh, Buddy's watching Thor Ragnarok downstairs. He is watching Thor Ragnarok. He's angry. Uh, it sounds like they're in, uh, Jakar. Jakar? Jakar. Jakar. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, well, man, I know that movie too well. Anyway, so, games played. Games played. I have played... Man, this is rambly. I, that's all right. That's <laughs> fine. Who gives a shit? Uh, I have played one game. One. Okay. One game. Okay. Um, I played a game. <laughs> I've only played four. Okay, tell, tell, tell us a couple of yours. Well, my, mine's an event. <clears throat> so I played four, oh. four games at an event. Um... So it was... Longshanks app. Yeah. I understand. Oh, why you can make me log in? Bastards. 
Right. So let's talk about your game. Okay, I'll talk about my game. Uh, so I've played one role-playing game and one war game uh, together. I played a very good, fun game of masks with my brother-in-law and our friend Ant. Uh, what up, Ant? Ant play, uh, Ant's a uh, digital artist. Yep. He does... Um, he works almost exclusively for, like, the BBC doing art for uh, Doctor Who. Amazing. Yeah. So, like, anytime you see, like, um, a oh, Doctor like Who the, magazine or something like that. Uh, the posters and stuff. Yeah. Oh, the, with all the swirly vortexiness. Uh, mostly he does, like, uh, Daleks. Oh, cool. So, anytime you see a Dalek, there's a chance you might be seeing Ant's artwork. It's very, very cool. Um He's constantly on his Facebook. He used to be um, posting things like, oh, here's the, the cover I did for this audio drama that's coming out from the BBC. It's got Sylvester McCoy in it and stuff. Very, very cool stuff. Um, so we were playing a game of masks where uh, I, as the Silver Guardian, and Ant's character, Twinkle Steve, um, had to, because I thought we were going to be going for more of a Titans, and we ended up at Teen Titans Go. Right. It's fine. Um, uh, We were sent to the same warehouse district to try and find where people were disappearing. And we found a, uh, we found the warehouse where people were disappearing. I thought that he was the cause. He thought that I was the cause. There was a little bit of confrontation. And um, we ended up on the same side fighting against a mad scientist who was turning people into chicken men. They were chicken men ninjas and stuff like that. It was so much fun. We were having a great time. Um, yeah, it was uh, really, really good. I love Masks. It's such a fun game. Um, I would like Grant to play, but he does not want to roll less than 30 dice at a time. So um, it's a thing. Masks is fun. Look into it. Powered by the Apocalypse is a fucking awesome system. And it's open source, so maybe someone should use it to come up with their own games, which might be happening. Yeah, I've played the, I've played the Dragon Age. Dragon Age is that a video uh, game? Yeah, RPG. So they made an RPG version of it. Apparently, it's really hard to find the actual books mm. because obviously it's really popular because it's a PlayStation game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that only rolls three d six. That was not bad. Mask is only 2d6. Yeah, it's pushing it, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and you only roll them like every now and again. You don't even have to roll them every turn. Yeah, so what was it? What was the Dragon Age mechanic? It was 3d6, but one of them had to be a different colour. Mm-hmm. So it was two of one colour and one of another. And then if you rolled a double, you had it was a critical, and you had to consult a chart for whatever number was on the... The dragon dice, which was the odd coloured dice. Okay. And that's how the mechanics worked. It was pretty good. Yeah. It's generic fantasy style. I've never played Dragon Age as a game. No, I haven't either. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. It seems quite a good mechanic. It's really um, hard to find the rules for, even online. That's wild. Masks mm. is hard to find the rule book for because uh, it came out, I think, 2015, and they yeah. only did like one or two runs of the actual book. So you can find it on eBay, but it's like 50, 60 pounds, and I'm just not going to do that. Yeah. Like, that's I've, I've got the PDF. I don't need... Yeah, I just like physical rule books. I do, too. I do too, especially for RPGs. That's why I bought the um, I bought the Monster of the Week and Blades in the Dark, um, because like 
yeah, they are. They're still powered by the Apocalypse Systems, but I had to buy it. And I've got, actually, it should be coming this month, uh, The Real Thing, which is another Powered by the Apocalypse uh, game coming, but it's written by and with permission from the guys uh, in Faith No More. Uh, so it's two Faith No More fans uh, based on Faith No More's music. And uh, it's a mystery RPG, and I'm very excited about it. I haven't, I, I don't know what it's about. I saw Faith No More and fucking threw money at the screen, so... Amazing, <clears throat> but yeah. So we played uh, played masks, and that was a ton of fun. Please look into it. It's you can, and like I said, you can do. Anything. Well, you can you can go from uh, anywhere from like Titans, like Dark and you know DCEU Titans, to uh, like a Teen Titans show, or like all the way to Teen Titans Go, and like it, not- that system will adapt for you. Um, so you can go from dark to silly. And, uh, yeah, as long as you have someone, a DM who's able to kind of adapt on the fly, and uh, we do, it's a ton of fun. So, there you go. Cool. Very cool. So, I went to a Marvel event. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. And this was Crisis at the Cafe 10. Was it really only number 10? But well, it says ten, so let's Crisis go with ten. Cafe X. Yeah, so this was run by X. Norbert. Norbert. So Doctor Norbert, check him out on Twitch and YouTube. Uh, they've just finished mm. season eight of the Tabletop Simulator League. They did. There's a brand new champion. Oh my god! Someone who's never won before <sighs> from America, and apparently there's a controversy about his playstyle. Oh, people don't like it. Because he didn't win for attrition. So he played the game? Yeah. He won with rules? He uh, Apparently he played very heavily on his extracts side of the game and won. So he got ahead by scoring lots on his extracts. He got ahead by scoring points yeah. legally in the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know. What a bastard! You know, when you're not playing Malekith or and Thanos punching the crap out of each other. Jesus. People get confused and don't realise what's happening. But yeah, you know, it's the internet. Everyone moans on the internet. Fuck the internet. I think that's a really smart way to play. It seems like, you know, the rules. Yeah. So, anyway. So Dr. Norbert run uh, Crisis at Cafe 10. Uh, What day was this? September This was the 18th of September. Oh my god! So this was only a few days after we recorded last. Oh yeah, you were were gearing up for this one. Yeah, I think we recorded on the Thursday. uh, And the event was on the Sunday. Yeah. So yeah, we uh, we went. Uh, I played four games of Marvel uh, using my A Force, and I won my first game against a Mister Ben Callaway. Now I need to find my notebook because my notebook will have Instagrams in. All right. So you were playing Ben who? Uh, so I didn't need my notebook. It was all saved on my phone. Of course it was. Uh, Wow, I've forgotten how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Three weeks we've forgotten how to podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I played game one against Ben Calloway, who's at Ben Calloway on Instagram. All one word. <laughs> you needed to find your fucking... <laughs> need to find your notes for that. So, it's uh, B-E-N-C-A-L-L-O-W-A-Y. Ben Calloway. Uh, and he was playing Brotherhood Magneto. Awesome, I like him already. Yeah, we played Research Station and Deadly Meteors at 17 Threat. 
And it was an A-Force victory. 21-5. A big win. I got my win. My one win. Your one win you were looking for. That I normally get at events. So I moved on to game two. Well, I played against Hamish. And Hamish, hashtag, does not have Instagram. Oh, what, what? Yeah, and Hamish was playing Black Order. Ooh. We played Cosmic Invasion uh, and Research Station at 16 threat, which is That's... the dreaded number for Black Order. Yeah. So that he had uh, Mind uh, and Space Thanos. Oof. Uh, Reality Corvus and. Uh... Oh, God, what's her name? Corvus and Proxima. Proxima. Proxima Midnight. That was his 16th threat. Uh, Three models. That sounds fucking, like, still, like, really, really, really bad. It's really strong. It's so strong. And I went so wide. I went as wide as I could at 16th threat. So I had uh, I had two two-threat characters out on the board. So I took She-Hulk. Uh, I took... Who else did I take? Uh, so I took Black Widow. I took Shuri. I took um, Okoye. And who was my last three threat character? I think it may have been Crystal. Okay. For the drop, uh, for special delivery. It would seem like something I would do. Um, but yeah. And the final score was 15-10. At the end of uh, round five, wow, nobody can where win, we timed no. out, Damn. yeah. So and uh, so we run the clock out, fifteen five, uh, fifteen ten to A force. Oh wow, you got two wins! I got two wins. Look at you, two on the trot. Yeah, so there's most wins I've ever had in an event. After this, I got put against Mister Pat Dumford. So Pat doesn't have Instagram, either. Oh. but Pat is. Uh, at, at acrossthebifrost.com on Discord. So Pat is co-host of the uh, Across the Bifrost podcast. Yeah. Uh, Pat had recently been knocked out of the finals of the TTS League. So I think he made it to the... I don't think he made it to the semis. So I think he made it top eight. No, that is semis. Top 16. He got top knocked 16. out of top 16. Cool. That's the cutoff. Or is it cutoff? Next day, two. 32. Um, and then, yes, we made it through the the Swiss League into the knockout finals. Got mm. to top sixteen. One and done, huh? Yeah. Poor guy. So, uh, so but Pat's won the TTS twice. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> yeah. Cool. So there's been eight eight seasons. He's won two of them. Wow. Um, and yeah, so. Pat is regarded as one of the best players in the world. Yeah, no, that's that's a name I've heard, so I I know who. Uh, yeah. Well, um, I mean, I've listened to the podcast before, but yeah, I, <laughs> I know he's a good player for sure. So um, it was, uh, yes, yeah, so I played him against Pat each time I've been to uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> to, to play at, at the Crisis at the Cafe. Um, so yeah, Pat was running Malakif Cabal, uh, and I. Got total party killed on round five, oh. which meant it led to a fourteen-eight victory because I was he killed everyone 
the game just ends. Yeah. So he didn't get to score his round five points. So he finished at 14-8. But um, yeah, we had a good, great, good chat uh, about it afterwards. At that point, wouldn't you just leave someone alive and just kind of walk around and score your score your points? Yeah. Even in I... even in his round five, Pat was like, "Okay, so I'll activate this character, uh, and I'll play this card and do this. Nothing happens. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll activate this character next. Do this, and that. Nothing ends. And then I'll activate this character and I kill you. <laughs> your final one. <laughs> um, because uh, yeah, I was down to one character left. It was a large ditch, last ditch effort that I needed. I needed Angela. Yeah. To kill Malekith. I can see that. So she got... So I did her spender. Yeah. Uh, I managed to get her trigger to get her flurry second attack against him. Beautiful. And I needed to do, I think it was one more point of damage to kill him, at which then point I could have used her assassin ability to then attack and kill Mystique, who was standing next to her. But I didn't quite kill him. I needed Ugh. one more point of damage to kill Malekith, at which then point he just turned around and murdered her. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Dice games, it was, man. It was, it was so close. It was loads of fun. Uh, Pat's a great guy to play against. He's so nice. We had a long chat afterwards about like what tactics. He said my opening game was really good. He said, uh, "He said there's only one thing he would have done differently, which was like mid to late game." Um, and then, but yeah, it was loads of fun. Um, and then, so I went into game four. Four. Uh, so I was two and one. Yeah. So mid table, doing quite well. Upper mid table. Uh, and I played against Sammy, who is at Wargamer Sammy on Instagram. <laughs> That's a sweet name. Yeah. So W A R G A M E R S A M I. Wargamer Sammy. Uh, and Wargamer Sammy is a listener of the podcast. What up, Wargamer Sammy? Yeah. So Sammy listens to the podcast uh, and had been a listener before we met. Uh, and before we played the game, and he didn't realise, even though I was wearing my T-shirt with the giant logo on the front. <laughs> and at the end of the game, I was like, oh, here you go. Here's, have some stickers from the podcast. And he was like, he's like, oh, this all makes sense now. I thought that was a really cool T-shirt you were wearing. <laughs> and I was like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, I already like subscribed to your podcast. And he opened up his iTunes and oh. he flicked across and was like, oh, let's see. That's fucking wild. I yeah. love, like, that's the first time we've ever run into, like, listeners, like, in the wild. Yeah, who that's, we don't know. Who we don't know, yes. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. What up, Wargamer Sammy? Sammy, friend of the podcast, Sammy. What up, Wargamer Sammy? Yeah. So, we played A-Force vs. X-Men Gold. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, we played... Res- we do that all the time, yeah, you and I. <laughs> we played Research Station and Deadly Meteors at 17 Threat. So that's the one where Storm's quite good at because she's got high energy defense, yep. energy defense, pay to flip. Uh, and Research Station, combination we've played quite a lot. Yep. Uh, his list had uh, the uh, sisters, uh, Gabby and Laura. Yep. Uh, he had Storm, Juggernaut. Who else did he have? That would have been eight. 
11, 13. So he would have had a four threat. Rogue, I think. Rogue, yeah. I think he had Rogue. But yeah. Seems like a good team. That's a team I would run. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I not looked, not that looked, that means anything. Well, I looked across at <laughs> it and I was like, I was quite confident. You're like, I know how to play oh, this. I know how to play against this. And everything went wrong. Oh, no. The game ended on turn four yeah. with a total party kill of the A4. Are you fucking kidding me? At 9 0. Oh, <laughs> it was It was amazing. Oh. It was, like, it, I I kind of blame the dice, at yeah. it, which is a bit unsporting no. of me. You blame but, the fucking awesomeness that is X Men Gold. I know. But yeah, Sammy did nothing wrong in the game. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I did anything wrong, but I had bad dice. But, you know, yeah. I I also was pretty overconfident uh, yeah. about it. But, like, I put, like, it was, I put, like, 20-something dice into Juggernaut, and I couldn't date him. Holy shit. And it was stuff like that. It was, it was... Oh, my God. Yeah, but it was hilarious how badly Sammy beat me around <laughs> that table. Uh <laughs> So, just yeah. beat wholesale ass all yeah. over. And, and then he was like, oh, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I thought just, you were good at this. I listen to your podcast. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> well, Sammy, you have uh, you've given revenge uh, to my poor X-Men gold, and I appreciate you. Thank you so much. But yeah. So I finished the day on 2-2, and I finished eighth overall. So How I many fi- people were there? 24. So, Whoa. so I finished top third. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. So, yeah, I finished uh, eighth overall with six tournament points. Uh, and it was on strength of schedule that put me over the next person who was on, or the next one, two, three. I finished top of the two and twos. That's awesome. So everyone else who went two and two, and there was one, that's eight wow. nights. So there was ten of us went two and two. Oh, wow. And I was the top of two and twos. Fuck yeah. So, yeah. That's cool, man. That's fucking cool. Finally, strength of schedule worked in my favour. Uh, worked in my, my favour. We don't have to bitch but about yeah. it this episode. Uh, so, Sammy comes seventh. Uh, and Hamish comes sixth. Mm-hmm. So, Hamish went three and one. So, I was the only person who beat Hamish. Oh, nice. So, that's how my strength of schedule was so high. Oh, and Pat won overall. Yeah. So, Pat yeah. won. Uh, Hamish. Four and Yeah. Hamish come sixth. Sammy come seventh. And then, where is Mr. Calloway? Mr. Calloway come 21st. Oh, shit. With one and three. Poor guy. So, that was like one of my, that was like one of my normal scores. Yeah, that, that's, uh, I'd be lower than that, though, so I can't say much. I'd be like 0 and uh, 4. There was... Is that a person that quit 0 and 1? Yeah. So, they had, um, they had a family emergency, had to leave. Sure. But, yeah. Um, that's that's when the, I've gotten my ass kicked for my first game. I'm going to have my friend call and say that Grandma <laughs> passed on. But, no, I can't say that. That's not right. But yeah, so there's yeah, so out of 24 players, fully booked event, come top eight. Fuck yeah, dude. So, but yeah, and then Maria, friend of the podcast, uh, with her convocation, she went. Three wins, zero loss, one draw Ooh. to come third with her convocation. Did you play her last time? I played her at Ragnarok. That's right. Yeah. So she's she's finally got worked out how they work, get them dialed in. 
just come top three. That's fucking killer. Way to go, Maria. Yeah, so Maria also doesn't have Instagram, but she's on Twitter. What's her name on Twitter? She is, if this will load. Uh, so it's Ma- it? Marifo. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll follow on Twitter. Matt's Marifo. M A R I F A U X. So she's the one who's got the rainbow themed uh, color scheme for her her minis. Yeah. Okay. I see. Yes. There they are. Yeah. So she has. Um, oh, that's cool. Midnight suns, where all the the misty magiciness is all painted rainbow. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Very cool scheme. I like these. Yeah. These are neat. Okay. There we go. And there's Dr. Norbert, actually. Let's follow him, too. Yeah. Okay. Oh, these are fucking cool, man. That wand is badass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all her minis are great. I absolutely love it. This one's this one's probably the best with the... We're showing off the rainbow. Yeah, the, so it's the, the Doctor Strange. It's the Doctor Strange with the... The ring of magiciness around him, and she's painted it rainbow across it. Uh, it's really nice, really nicely done. So yeah, that is my games played, and that's right. your games played. Oh look at her like rainbow fucking Ghost Rider. Yep, that's so cool. cool. It's very cool. Very cool. So that's... yeah, me and. Me and Maria currently we're one and one in our games against each other. Uh-oh. So we played twice. She won the first one. I won the second. It's coming down. Mm. Huh? All right. Well, uh, I played one game. You and I didn't play any games of Marvel at all this week. The last few weeks. No. That's fucking wild. I know. Because we were playing like forty games against each other a week. Um, I played one game of Blood Bowl Sevens. This is why. Um, I was looking to get, uh, so I've got, I've got, I bought the brand new Norse team and I put it all together. And then I had a game of Blood Bowl 7 scheduled against my friend Paul. What up, Paul? And I didn't want to start painting the Norse until I had the, uh, the, the Yeti and you were printing me the Yeti and you hadn't gotten it to me yet. So I was like, okay, I'm going to. Paint something else, just to have something else that I can paint. And I only need to paint seven dudes, so it shouldn't be that big a deal. So I found my uh, nobility team that came in the Blood Bowl 2020 uh, box set. Oh, cool. And uh, they were already put together and everything like that. And I had uh, done some small alterations to the ogre to get that um, to get that ready to go. So I got them all primed. And um, the box set comes with Griff Oberwald, the star player. And yep. Griff has a, like... Buddy. Griff has a bird, like, on his finger. Like, he's pointing, like, he's going to kick a field goal or something. And there's a bird sitting on his finger. And uh, so I took that bird off, and I cut the wings off the bird, and I put those on the ogre's helmet. I got a helmet from the one of the ogre team's... Um, that came out recently and I put that on, put the thing. So now he fits in with the, I, uh, with the imagery. He's not just an ogre on a nobility team. He's got like a fancy pants helmet, like the rest of the nobility guys do, which is pretty fun. Um, then I got the entire team prime. So all 12 players or whatever it is for the, for the team. 
primed them all and I did the armor on all oh. of them because I was mixing I was mixing paints for all of uh, all the armor. And uh because I didn't want to mix up the same paints again and again if I did this for 11s, I did all the armor for all 13 dudes or whatever it is at the same time. Nice. And then I used Small. yeah, then I used just regular paints for um for the rest of the stuff. So I I'll I wrote that down. I have a little book that I keep all my um Except for Marvel. I haven't done it for Marvel because there's really no reason to. But what I do is I um, I mark, I write down all the recipes for what I do. Like, oh, for for this team's leather, I did it this way. You know, and I, I have a little book that I keep. And that's dating back to, like, I don't know, five years ago, six years ago. I, I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I used to do it because I was army. Um, I, I get annoyed because GW keeps releasing new paints. That's true. They keep changing the recipes. Yeah. Uh, so I just make it up as I go along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was doing because I was I was army um, army painting, and I was just like, I don't want them to look like four different shades on the table together. Um, so yeah, I painted I painted the nobility. I painted together a sevens team. Uh, for Blood Bowl 7s, you only need seven dudes on the pitch. So I had an ogre, a thrower, uh, and the nobility thrower might be like the second or third best thrower in the entire game. The Skaven thrower is the best thrower. Okay. Uh, the nobility thrower is pretty up there. Um, mine, however, is not. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, the uh, an ogre, a thrower, two blitzers, and three linemen is what I painted. And, um, so no catchers? No catchers. There are no catchers in the nobility team. Okay. There's only catchers in the uh, human team. There's There are catchers in other teams, but the only one I can think of off the top of my head is because there's 20-some-odd teams. I just, just remember seeing the Skaven, like the Skaven mod metal Skaven guy with the giant hand mutation uh, as the catcher. Just the one huge hand. Yeah. On a tiny little Skaven body. <laughs> um, uh, I feel bad for selling my metal Skaven now. You should. Bowl. You should. Yeah, I shipped them all the way to someone in like Malaysia. Oh, wow. Yeah. He he really wanted them. I guess. I wouldn't have paid for him to come all the way from here. I'd like, nah, fuck that. Um, that was years ago, though, now. <clears throat> so that was the... Uh, so I painted them up. I called them the Munchhausen Marauders. Uh, <clears throat> I called them the Munchhausen Maulers. That's uh, Ben von Munchhausen, and uh, he—he's my thrower's dad. He bought the team for the thrower just to start trying to play Blood Bowl. And that's why he's not very good. That's why he's not very good. He's fucking garbage. Uh, and I was playing Paul's Lil Princes, L I L apostrophe Lil Princes, the halfling team, and he had a bunch of halflings and two trees. Uh, I won the toss and I kicked because I think that it's always better to receive the ball in the second half. I don't know why. Um, turn one, he built a really loose caged area and failed to pick up the ball. And I was like, there I am. I'm fucking in. Um, couldn't quite get to it. Turn two, he picked it up and got into a cage with trees. But my blitzers marked the trees and disrupted the cage. My ogre blitzed and the ball came loose. Okay, here we go. Turn three through six, I failed to pick up the fucking ball three times. <sighs> That's the one thing. If I could say there's one thing that that thrower doesn't have, it's sure hands. Sure hands is a reroll to pick up the ball. He doesn't have it. 
if you fail to pick up the ball, the turn is over. So, of course, you move all your guys into place, throw whatever blocks you want to throw, and then pick up the ball. Mm. He failed to pick up the ball. My turn ended three times in a row to pick up the fucking ball. Uh, he did KO three of my three of my players in that time. Uh, Brunhilde, one of my line women, she was able to knock the ball loose for the thrower to long bomb it to a line chap on turn six, but my thrower fails to pick it up for the third time in a row. Basically, all I had to do, I had a I had a linesman all the way down the field. I can throw it on a three plus and he can grab it on a four and I score at the end of, at the end of the turn I kicked, which would be fucking fantastic. And he fails to pick it up for the third time. Okay. Okay. Shit. Second half. I receive. I half cage around the ball and run my lead blitzer downfield. And I fucking fail to pick up the ball for a fourth time. Ugh. His turn one of, of uh, the second half, his tree blitzes and murders Brunhilde, my line bird. Uh, he fails a stunty dodge. Uh, so stunty, you can re-roll to like, move with your halflings. Fails a stunty dodge onto the ball and is cast from falling. Like The fucking dude trips over the ball and goes face first into the dirt. The ball scatters. Turn two, he picks up the ball and fluffs the throw teammate roll. There's an opening on a one-die ogre tree hit. So my ogre hits his tree, both down. Both go off. <laughs> Fucking garbage-ass game. His turn three. He fails to hand off to another halfling, and the ball is loose. Turn four, I double skulls a fucking halfling. I roll two die and double skulls. It's so wild, because uh, there's no there's no uh, rerolls. You can get rerolls, but rerolls cost twice as much in sevens. So almost no one plays with rerolls. So like if you go up and you two line block or two die block somebody and you roll double skulls, just you sorry, you fucked yourself. Um his turn four, he nails the throw and scores. Okay. My turn five, I receive and I can't read your own handwriting. Yeah. I was getting so angry. <laughs> you can see my handwriting gets worse and worse and worse. Um I receive, and I, I go to my loose... <laughs> I kind of cage a little bit around the loose ball. My thrower fucking again fails to pick up the ball in turn five. So that's the fifth time my thrower failed to pick up the ball. I switch dice uh, at this point. I was just like, fuck, it must be the dice. Or uh, maybe it's like, this is my chance. This is my chance to pick it up. Like, I've failed too many times. It's going to come through one of these times. Uh, his turn five, he fails on a six plus to pick up the ball. My final turn, I fail to pick up the ball again. Game over, 1-0 halflings. Six failed pickups. Six. In sevens, there are less turns. There are 12 turns to sevens, okay? Instead of the normal uh, 18. 16, sorry. Instead of the normal 16, there's only 12 turns. That means literally half my turns, half my fucking turns, ended with my fucking thrower failing to pick up the ball. Two different sets of dice, two different halves. I couldn't roll over a 2-plus to save my fucking life. Like, oh. Sounds like a fun game, buddy. I loved it. It was so much fun. (laughs) 
<laughs> Blood Bowl. If you're if you're playing Blood Bowl and you're super serious about it and you like are angry when you fluff the sixth turn to pick up the ball, you're playing the wrong game. It's it's a super fucking silly fun game, and uh, if you're having super fucking silly fun with it, then it's awesome. So that's the only game I played this week, and uh, it was it was rather frustrating. So <laughs> I think I have a humans plastic blood bowl team painted somewhere from the 2016 set. Probably from the one before that. They're all mono pose. They're all basically all standing like this. Cool. Uh, I've, got, I've, got, I've got Metal Ogre painted with them. Cool. They're in that cupboard somewhere. Somewhere. I think I have a full team painted. That's awesome, dude. That sounds they're, like you need to start playing fucking teams with us. Their um, their uniform is quartered bone and red. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. So I think I have a team painted. I just don't, don't know how to play. I haven't uh, played for two editions. Yeah. the The new edition is very cool. So, like... They simplified it. The Age of Sigmar styled it. Well, I'll play some games with you for yeah. the channel, the YouTube channel. Awesome. Because you know, don't play uh, don't play Lord of the Rings, and that seems to be what everyone else is playing at the moment. I don't know why. I fucking hate Lord of the Rings, dude. Like, and it's not it's not that I hate Lord. I don't hate Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is boring and dumb. And it's not for me. The, the game or the franchise? The franchise as oh. a whole. As a fucking whole. I disagree. You can all kiss my ass. Fucking Lord of the Rings sucks. Oh my god. It's so boring. It's so boring. Ugh. I just... I went to see the, the Hobbit. Well, that was your mistake. <clears throat> I went to see the first Hobbit movie. Yeah. The second time they started a sing-along, I fucking left. Was yeah, is was a child's book that's been turned into a three-movie epic. That that's a mistake. In the, but the the original movie trilogy, it's so good. I've seen those two. Yeah, no, it's not good. They are good. No, I uh, I tried watching the especially when you, you watch them in context with how they were written, why they were written. Is there a shorter version? I know there's like some that are like four hours long each. Is there one that's like one hour long? Is the theatrical one? No, those are an, well, those are two a, hours long each. There's, or a, there's an animation that's probably two hours long for the whole. Yeah, thing. the one that was rotoscoped. That one was fucking awesome. Way yeah. back in the day, I liked that one. I've got that one. Somewhere. It was one. It was one one movie for all three books or something, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know if it was one one movie for all three. It might have been. It's been so long since I watched it. That one was fine. Let's it's, do that. It's the one where they change the names of characters so they don't sound too similar. Yeah, sometimes you have to do they, that. They changed Sauron and Saruman because they thought they were too similar, so they changed the names. They had to do that for um, Game of Thrones as well. Did they? Yeah. Uh, Yara Greyjoy was called... Um, shit, what's she called in the books? Fuck. I don't remember. Her name sounds like one of the wildling women. <laughs> I can't remember either. Is it Osha? Osha, Osha, and yeah, it was Osha, and what did what was what was her name in the books? I think it was Osha and Asha or something like that. Yeah, Osha and Asha, and like yeah, similar. Yeah, very very similar. And then oh yeah, oh, I saw a clickbaity article. Uh, I don't know if it was on Google or just on some nerd forum thing. It was like. Uh, and here's the reason why G George R. R. Martin hasn't finished writing the books. And I was like, I was like, I don't want to click this because it will just make me angry. It will. 
Apparently, he, uh, him and Kit Harrington are making their own <laughs> final series. They're re- refil- rewriting, re- going to refilm. So that, that's Re- hilarious. No, they're not. No, they're not. That what redditor did you get that fucking uh, bullshit from? Fuck know. off. No, they're not. <laughs> anyway, um, or apparently it's a new series and it's called <clears throat> like it's just called King in the North or something stupid. Sounds hilarious. If it's true, I'll love it. If it's not, I've lost nothing in my life. <laughs> if like if they're coming up with a sequel series, okay, fine. But they're not going to redo. They're not going to redo the fucking ending. I think he's just going to write, rewrite how he wants it to end. He should do that with his fucking books. Yeah. They should have known not to start adapting the show until the books were finished anyway. Yeah. But whatever. What the fuck do I know? Anyway. um, Yeah, no. Lord of the Rings sucks. I, I can't. I can't. I tried watching Rings of Power and... There was there were two scenes where I was like pretty interested. Like there was the one scene where uh, what's her name? Galadriel. Galadriel. She uh, killed that troll. That was fucking badass. There was another scene where something happened. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> um, but for the other like forty five minutes of that show, I was bored to fucking tears. I don't know who any of these people are. I don't care, and uh, they weren't making me care. Yeah. Hot take. It, Fucking Lord of the Rings sucks balls. It's been seven episodes and yeah, like nothing really happened until episode six, which is bad. Yeah, that's, the, that's the movies too. That's a series where nothing happens until episode six. That's the series too, five, man. Yeah, like, that's the five, movies. Five hours of setup is is a bit rough. That's the movies and especially the especially when it's released weekly. Other movies and the other shit. Oh fuck! Fuck it. But yeah, I think <clears throat> the series is okay. Ten billion dollars an episode, and they can't fucking get anybody to do anything. It's yeah. No, I don't want to play Middle Earth. No. <laughs> okay. Nice tangent. All right. But yeah. What could uh, what else could we play? We've got more time. We've got Blood Bowl. We've got Marvel. Necromunda. Uh, Ben's got a Necromunda board that he's painting. Yeah. Um, we could play Epic. Yeah. Doesn't Epic strangely use a six by four board though? We could play smaller. Fuck that. That's our. That's our turn. We could play a four by four. Yeah. For Epic. Um, so I remember how to play Epic. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you could film and like we could have other people. Like we could have other people uh, guest on the show and like you. Uh, you can direct. I guess you'd be a director, mm. or like we can have guests on the channel I'm, over. I'm not socially awkward enough, anyway. Uh, what else have we got? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I'm just looking at my Mordheim. My collection. Oh, you said Mordheim. Books. Yeah. I don't want to learn how to play Kill Team. Everybody loves Kill Team. I don't know why. If you play Kill Team and you know why everybody loves it, please tell us. Everyone says it's the fucking best. I want to learn. I want to learn. Uh, uh, not Kill Team. So Ben and I were talking. Shout out, po- friend of the podcast, Ben. What up, Ben? Uh, ben Poole and I were talking about doing a uh, Kill Team thing based in Badab Wars. So everybody would do like, like space, a, Marines. space Marines, basically space Marine on space Marine. So you need to only paint like six models or something. Yeah. I think that's the point. 
<laughs> but you can like um, convert them and like make them really ben characterful. Has to, ben has to paint everything for the, the GW store. Yes, he does. He doesn't want to paint anything of his own anymore. Yeah, so I, I think that would be fun. I'd, I'd learn to play it for that purpose. But I mean, even then you run into the same uh, issue that people have been running into where it's like, if we only have one camera, or I say people are running into, you and I are running into, if you only have one camera... Uh, it's hard to like get down and like see exactly who's shooting at who when they're hiding behind buildings and stuff. Yeah, I think that's why. I think even a four foot board is pushing it. Yeah, so I think maybe a three foot board. But Age of Sigmar is played on a like a weird scale now. Warcry, we've got Warcry stuff. Take, well, I don't have a Warcry warband because I chopped mine up into more time pieces. That's true. Um, Apparently they're all going off sale as well. What? Why? Because there's a new Chaos book with new Chaos models coming out. Are they killing the game? No. not No, because they, re- they stopped the warbands and put them into Chaos Slaves of Darkness Yeah, they're in Slaves of Darkness, yeah. So they, but they, I don't think they sell them individually with the cards anymore. Oh. And then, oh, so so you could like... only buy them in the double packs for Slaves of Darkness... And then I think they've now taken those off sale. So it's now like um, Underworlds, where they're doing seasons, maybe? Oh, they're on their, what, third or fourth? Of Underworlds, yeah. No, of, of Warcry. Warcry. Really? They've changed the game that much? I think they're on the third set. So there was the there was the one we've got, the <clears throat> original core box. Yeah. Then there was the one that was fighting over the underground one. There was the spider one, the, the spider guys. And Conan. So, so it was, and then there was the the one that was fought over the foundry, like the molten metal forge. Is that not the spiders and Conan? Is that the second one? No, there's the the sa- flaming samurai. Yeah, that was the second box with the flaming samurai. Okay. Then the latest one is set in Gersh. Yeah, with the realm of beasts. So it's That's the Conan guy. Yeah, so it's three. What was the dark elves one? Was it the Dark Elves versus the Flaming Samurai guy? No, it was the Dark Elves. Um, wasn't that Underworlds? No, no, you're right. You're right. I remember Dark Elves because they were all like assassins and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. I don't know. I don't know work, right? We'll just play whatever games we want to play. I've got the... Skaven Warband Warcry cards behind me. No, I haven't. They're in that cupboard. The same cupboard that's got my Blood Bowl minis in. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in that cupboard. Yeah, I bet. Man. It's not a very big cupboard. No. It's a um, it's a half-height wardrobe, like for men's suits. So it's... It's, the, it's just chock full of shit. It's full of boxes <laughs> of model stuff. Hell yeah, dude. So it's got... Oh, yeah, on one side it's got like little shelves that you can put your shirts, your shoes, that sort of thing. And then the other side has a rail for hanging your shirt, ja- your suit jackets, yeah. and your trousers in. So it's like a little half height suit, mm. vintage uh, wardrobe. Just full of shit. And he's chopped full of boxes, model boxes from all the way back from like second edition. That's awesome. 
<laughs> well, so let's let's stuff. talk about if you if you friends of the podcast have ideas about like uh, smaller games, skirmish level games that you'd like to see on the podcast. Talk to us about it, and we'll see if maybe we can get that get that going. Um, but you wanted to talk about specifically. You have a friend who's come out with a new RPG. I do. So my friend Julian. Julian, what up, Julian? Uh, has published. Uh, Obscure Tales. Obscure Tales. Uh, so it's a swords and sorcery style uh, adventure RPG. Um, and it's the rules are available for free on itch.io. I have no idea what that website is. Uh, maybe throw on your VPN before you go to that one. Uh, <laughs> but So you can download the rules for free at... Julian Whiffin, so J U L I A N W I F F E N dot I T C H dot I O. Julian Whiffin dot itch dot I O. Um, and it takes you so where you can download. Uh, so there's a brief ex- uh, brief description about the game. Uh, that you can download the rules, some pre-generated characters, some blank character sheets, and then a little um, sample adventure. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yes, you can download uh, that for free. Um, and it's, yeah, sword and sorcery style roleplay game where uh, the mechanics are... Uh, you roll 3d6, add your stats and your skill levels to it, uh, and you're trying to beat a target number. Uh, and then it's got, um, uh, so yeah, sample target numbers, a simple task 8, a hard task 12, a near impossible task 16 plus. Uh, so sort of those sort of brackets, guidelines. For a task, and then it's got um, brackets of failure and success. Hmm. So you've got like critical fail, uh, a fail, um, a success, critical success, and it's got uh, built into those different levels of success or failure. It's got a, a failing forward mechanic, so you never just get stuck. Mm-hmm. In a story hole, like you've, like in D and D, where you get to a locked door, you try to pick the lock, you fail. You yeah. try to, or you try to search for the key, you fail. Yeah. You, uh, and then you are then stuck. Roll the rolling dice to try and kick the door down. Yeah. Which yeah. you can't do because you're a rogue with no strength. Right. So there's no. There's there's that failing form mechanic which. Is the mechanic I love the most from the Fantasy Flight Star Wars game? Yeah, it's so good, even with its crazy dice. But yeah, um, like right, handfuls of crazy sh- sided yeah, shaped dice. Of crazy dice. That's that's Grant's yeah. uh, happy place right there. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you rolling roll your three dice. Add your stat, your skill, compare it to the target number, work out how much you passed or failed by, and then you progress from there. So there's lots of 
like adaptability from the player and the GM side of it. Uh, and this, uh, so Obscure Tales, the, the PDF is 206 pages long. Oh, shit. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of work gone into this. Um, a large number of my friends have been involved in uh, playtesting this. These are some of the guys that that I've known for years and have been involved with role-play games that have lasted years, spanning years of story line together. Um, these are some of the guys that I think are the most experienced role-players I've met. Uh, and, again, I've been doing this for 20-plus years. Right. Like, these are people that, that have played the same character every week for years in long, multiple story arcs. Uh, people that are very character focused role players. Um, they've and they've all said nothing but good things about this uh, mm. system. So I'm very keen to get involved and try it. That sounds awesome. But yeah, is, is there? So it's 200 pages. So obviously, some of that's the setting. Some of so, that's uh, yeah, explaining so the character development and things like that. There's, yeah. So there's. Let's have a quick look at the uh, contents page. Uh, so it's very well laid out um, PDF document. Uh, so you've got uh, building characters, skills, types of weapons and armor equipment, spells. Uh, then there's yeah, like GM tools, uh, a bestry, character classes, uh, abilities. Uh, like treasure tables and things like that. There's lots of work gone into this throughout this whole document. Awesome. Uh, and it's got uh, it's got a very strong cover work as well. Yeah, the art in it is fucking cool, man. It's like that sort of like Scandinavian woodcut um, medieval stuff. I love it, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you should go check out Obscure Tales. Obscure Tales. And who wrote that again? So uh, it's my friend Julian Whiffen. Julian. Fucking awesome stuff. Way to put in the work. Like, I always say that if you're part of a hobby or part of a, a group, you should do whatever you can for the betterment of that group and that hobby. And man, Julian, like, fucking you put in the work, buddy. That's awesome. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Uh, right. Is there anything you want to talk about? Yes. One thing I wanted to talk about, our mutual acquaintance, Dan, has started uh, a DM for hire business. Yeah. He is a great DM. We've had a ton of fun playing with him in the past. Um, he's come up with uh, his own system that he likes to use, uh, his own setting for D&D that he likes to use. He's also um, familiar with many, many different settings and, and different editions of D&D. Uh, his... Uh, so it's dmforhireuk.com. dmforhireuk.com. That's awesome. And uh, didn't he have a... He has a Facebook page now, doesn't he? Let me see. Yeah, so professional dungeon master, 35 plus years experienced, published CCG author, uh, published on DMs Guild. Uh, it's a published author, a host of three D&D podcasts, and experienced storyteller. Yeah. Dan is uh, very fucking awesome. We might actually bring him on here one time to talk about uh, like what kind of stuff he likes to run, and uh, you know, let him kind of 
get his um, get his name out there because if you want to have a a, a great game of D anD D, if you want someone who's professional and someone who will let you adapt and tell the story that you want to tell, Dan's the guy, and he will uh, he will help you out. And it's fucking awesome. So uh, that's what I wanted to shout out, Dan O'Connor, and what once again, what was that email? Uh, so it is uh, dmforhireuk.com, all one word. Yep, there's the website, dmforhireuk.com. So get a hold of Dan and uh, play some games. It'll be awesome. Yeah, it's O'Connell as well. That's that's why did I say Dan O'Connor? You did again. That's the name of that's the name of fucking. <laughs> um, uh, who is that? It's Dan O.C. Dan O'Connor is. John Goodman's character in Roseanne. That's who it is. <laughs> oh, okay, yes. Sorry, sorry, Dan. Um, I just know him as Dan. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, we have uh, been shouting out the hobby love for ages. So, one last thing. Ooh, Again, uh, another one is that um, London Euphoria and aftermath uk on twitch have combined their channels together oh. so now so both of them friends of the podcast they've shouted us shouted us out on their channels when we were first starting out um yeah they've they've combined their their channels together now so um dan also another dan <laughs> dan from uh, london euphoria is still hosting his cthulhu roleplay games uh, on there, and Kirsty is hosting her. Uh, oh God, what's the name of it? It's the vampire D and D setting. The vampire D and D setting. It's like vampire, like um, oh, Strahd. Um, yeah, like Strahd style theme, like sort of Ravenloft. games. Ravenloft games. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, run her Ravenloft sort of games on there. She's also, uh, I think she does some video game stuff on there as well. So yeah, go and check them out at Aftermath UK on Twitch. Awesome. That sounds fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, We've got so much uh, so, hobby love to give out. So do you think maybe, speaking of hobby love, do you think it's time that we share the hobby love? Yeah, we should. This is the spot the spot of the show, usually towards the end, where we like to shout out the coolest stuff we've seen on Instagram this week. Yeah, so we um, we through between recordings, we constantly scrolling through Instagram, some more than others, some more than others, uh, and we save all the cool things we see, and then when we sit down to record, we whittle those list down to three each, so the top three things we've seen uh, this month, uh, and these are what we talk about in this section. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, so sure, I will go first. Right on. So my first one is by. Uh, is a reel by a Mr. Martin Swaffield. So it's at... Let's, let's stop that. <laughs> Turn oh, the volume down. Why has my volume gone up? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, my first one is by uh, Mr. Martin Swaffield. So that's Martin Swaffield on Instagram. Uh, M-A-R-T-I-N-S-W-A-F-F-I-E-L-D. Martin has painted uh, some uh, Dark Angels uh, plasma support squads. They are very battle. <coughs> they are very battle worn. They are very dirty, very grimy. 
plasma boys who are about to light up your entire fucking life. Yeah, so plasma's taken a bit of a hit in the new edition, becoming only AP4, uh, with breaching 4+. So it's still pretty good, but it's not as good as it's always been, so people seem to be a bit off it. But Dark Angels love plasma. Yeah, they do. That's all I've... All over it. Like, I love these guys. They're so cool. Um, I love the little razor wire on the bases. He's gone to town with um, the mud splatter and yep. and that, the bases. They're so cool. So dirty. Super grimy. Very cool. Um, I love the sergeant there with the um, yeah with the, the non-helmeted head. He looks intimidating as shit. These guys... Yeah. Very fucking cool. There's a, there's a non-real version of that photo as well. Oh, is there? Yeah. Awesome. So if you go to his account. Um, but yeah, they're, they're so cool. They've got a dirty, sandy base, which is then the got crud and grime in all the cran- nooks and crannies of the armor. Mark VI armor. Rusty, gnarly. Yeah. Very cool stuff. These are so cool. And um, so I started following Martin uh, on Instagram because of his... Uh, his part in Tales of Crisis podcast. Oh. So they're a, a UK-based Marvel podcast. Um, so, yeah, you should go give them a listen to as well, where they chat a lot about going to events and playing games. And uh, Yeah, they've not released an episode for a while since uh, since the new edition of Heresy come out. So maybe Martin's uh, becoming a bit more interested in more Heresy, less Marvel. Would you like to hear about why we are not a single game podcast? <laughs> yeah. It's because we would fucking do something like that. We'd start an MCP podcast, or, or no, we'd start a, a Heresy podcast, and then we'd get fucking sidetracked playing MCP, and then yeah. we'd be fucked. <laughs> yep. We'd be completely fucked. That, that is the, the one and only reason we are a multi-system podcast, where we play too many games. Too many games! Uh, but... Uh, yeah, Martin, he's he's been doing loads of work on these Dark Angels. Uh, the force is growing rapidly, and I would love to see these at an event someday. Uh, someday soon. All right. Uh, so we'll go to my first one, I think. Yeah. And my first one is by Mes Petites Monde Mini. Uh, so I'll, it's French. Let me spell that. M-E-S-P-E-T-I-T-S-M-O-N-D-E-S-M-I-N-I. Mes Petites Mondes Minis. And that is a super cool bust of Ripley from Aliens. Uh, it's Sigourney Weaver, and she's holding her cat Jonesy. Is it is it from Aliens, or is it from Alien, the first one? Ooh. Oh. Um, I think it's the first one. I think it is the first one. I think it's Alien. I think it is Alien. Yeah, because of the the flight suit. The flight suit, yeah, because that's the Nostromo. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, look at um, me out nerding you on horror. <clears throat> fuck off. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she's uh, she's got some really cool like OSL to one side. Um, it's uh, like a red light coming off of a computer screen on on her and on Jonesy. Yeah. And uh, then that fades and you've got some really great skin tones on the rest of the mini. Uh, Jonesy the cat, the little ginger cat, looks fucking fantastic. Really cool play in the, in the colors of the suit and the colors of the fur. And uh, I think this is a super cool bust. Yeah, it's got 
it's green lit from behind and red lit from the front. Yeah. It's so good. So if you scroll to the, the picture from the back view, yep. where you've got the green light reflecting off her hair and off of Jonesy, off his um, his ear and coat, yep. like on the inside edge. So, yeah, the light, like the control of light and placement is so well done on this piece. Uh, again, another high-end painting start, like piece you've picked. Yeah, I'm very, very into this. Um, this was a sculpt done by Gorgon underscore Blue, B-L-E-U-E underscore creations. Blue. 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 The French, Gorgon Blue. French Blue. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, and they, they do a lot of really cool busts as well, so that's one that I'll follow here. Because, I don't know, maybe, you know, if sometime I'm ever not painting a team or a squad or a uh, Entire army, army or a war band or, or a, a war band or something like that. Maybe I'll paint a bust or two. I've, I've always thought it'd be really fun to like paint like a, a bust of like Superman or a bust of Conan or something like that and just see what I could do. Um, but I'm always painting other shit. So fuck it. Yeah. Stuff to play games with. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it's such a nice piece that Ripley sculpt. It's a really nice sculpt, but it's such a beautiful paint job. Yeah, it's very well executed. What's your next one? Uh, so my next piece is again another Horus Heresy squad. Yeah. So this is by Dark underscore Heretic uh, from Windsor Berkshire. Where's Windsor Berkshire? Uh, northwest of us, other okay. side of London. Cool. Out a bit. Um. And yeah, so this is a re- a late heresy uh, Death Guard unit. Mm-hmm. Um, they are grimy, mutated, covered in like pot marks and boils, and but they're Mark Six Marines, so they're they're that pristine white underneath, but they're really grimed over. Yeah, not not quite fat boys yet. They're not. No, they're not bloated fat boys at but all. They but are they are definitely rusty. They and are rusty and rotten. Nasty. Oh my gosh, I love these. The basing is really nice too, with the like yeah. worms and shit crawling out of it. Rusted metal, like like the, again shit. the razor wire on the base of that bottom bottom left one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the sergeant who's sort of like standing there, sort of limp arms with a rusty blade in his hand. Yeah. These guys are gross. Proto Plague Marines, they look cool as fuck. Yeah. I love this. And then the, there's um, a little video on a turntable in the second picture. What's he using the. Um, is that supposed to be like a, a proto like Nurgling? Um, that he's using that? So it's like a. Plague bearer skull. It could be a like a augury scanner type. Ooh, that's cool. Thing, cyber familiar. Just a cool piece, you know. Yeah. Could just be another tactical marine. Good. Just on, it looks like it's on a mini base though, so I'm not sure. First company retinue finally complete. Yeah. So that's so. Uh, Praetor and some uh, some dudes. Well, so it'll be like a, uh, there'll be veterans, won't they? Like a um, command squad type debris. Yeah. So maybe that's the banner bearer or something he's using it as. Maybe. I don't know, but it's fucking awesome. It's I love the Death Guard. Cool. But and... yeah, it's um, it's the plague bearer skull with like some tentacle cable 
things coming out of it and some oozing blood. Yeah. The, the different Very colors cool. of rust. So yeah. if you go to this unhelmeted dude, the different colors of rust he's got on that on that bolter are sick. Yeah. He's going for all the tones, like dark, dark browns to mid-oranges to like fiery oranges. Yeah. So with that... That oxide rust, very cool. <clears throat> very, very, very fucking cool. Yeah, I th- knew you'd love these. Uh, love them. Absolutely great pieces. So, what about you? What have you else have you chosen? Uh, so my next one. Oh wow. Yeah, this is by Paco Exo underscore Minis. Paco Exo Minis, and it's just uh, it's in Spanish, so I don't really know what he's saying about it, but it is a, like a 3d printed wizard, like an elven wizard with green robes and green magic. Let me have a go at this. This is Zabal, a powerful wizard from Kadazara, whom I painted uh, on the Jose Da Vinci 88 course. Oh, wow. You learned from Jose Da Vinci. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Jose uh, Da Vinci's fucking rad. And accompanied him with a background and a stage. Uh, uh, it was worth having a medal in the Freak Wars Madrid in standard category. Oh, so he got so he earned a mini for or earned a medal for this mini. Yeah. Okay, so he won a medal for this at Freaks War Madrid, which I guess is his club. Um, but yeah, painted this on Jose Da Vinci's um, model course, and it shows because it's fucking gorgeous. But it is like an elven wizard with uh, like green robes, and he's shooting like a green fireball, and uh, he's got like some really nice green gold on his staff. The background and the basing that he did is all like fiery orange and uh, yellows, and it just yeah, it's uplighting the mini. Isn't oh man, color? it's so cool! Yeah, so the uplighting of like the lava in the base is coming up on his robes, and it's just so gorgeous. Yeah, like it looks like it's one of those curved backdrops by Tarot as well. Actually. Oh, is it? It looks like it. It could be by someone else, but I know Tarot. Tarot model making is doing like plinths and backdrops like that cool and then they painted that scene on it to yeah. build up those rocky base and and then painted the backdrop it's so cool like i so red and green when you think of red and green together you think of christmas right yeah but this guy has done so much with red and green and like orange and green and yellow and green that he's taking those fiery tones and those crazy cool yeah. greens and he's made it look like there's no christmas in this you know no, because these, yeah, there's so much yellow across the whole thing that it it completely gets rid of that Christmas stereotype. Yeah, there's so much yellow, yellow in the green and yellow in the lava and the orange of the the base. It's so good. Yeah, there's a there was a second one of his that I was thinking about doing, which is like a Viking on uh, in like a wooden setting that is also just fucking yeah. fantastic. But really the. The orange and greens of this one are what made me absolutely fall in love with it. This guy is really good. Paco XO underscore minis or Paco show minis, maybe. But yeah. Uh, the, the, fucking the, awesome. There is something that can't be unseen, though. What is on, that? On the second picture, if you zoom in on his head, the set of dragon wings. Uh. Like bunny is. <laughs> 
from the backdrop. <laughs> looks like a like he's wearing Thor's helmet. That's fantastic. He does yeah. have bunny ears. But the the the, oh, the, the trio of dragons flying over the volcano in the backdrop is and the lightning storm is so cool. <laughs> but just from that angle. It's an unfortunate angle that makes him look like he's got bunny ears. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, no, these are great. Like, I love the purple jewels on the dude's green robes. It's like, so cool. Fucking fantastic. Killer, killer, killer. Yeah, Paco Show, your shit's awesome. Amazing. Look at you oh. again with high-end paint jobs. And I picked... Did you, check out the, did you check out the fucking Ninja Turtles set that he did? Oh, like the, the chibi Ninja yeah, Turtles. Yeah, little chibi Ninja That's Turtles. Awesome. Yeah, dude, Paco Show, his fucking stuff. This might be one of my favorite. Um, one of my favorites. So I believe we've shared some pictures from this, my third choice uh, before. Oh, really? Uh, but yeah, so this might be a repeat shout-out, but... This mini is just awesome. It is. This is someone we've done before. So this I is, recognize the name. Uh, yeah, Marty uh, Carcosa. Carcosa. All, all one word. M A R. King in yellow. <laughs> M A R T Y C A R O S A. Marty Carcosa. Uh, and this is a uh, so it's an Ink Twenty Eighth model. So it's uh, if you don't know the hashtag Ink Twenty Eighth is for highlighting and showing Inquisitor 28 models on the 28th day of the month. Yeah. So it's a one day a month, show your your Ink uh, ink 28 projects. You were doing this for a while too, uh, weren't you? I started and it was when I was, I was pushing myself to paint single mini to the highest of my level. Yeah. Um, for my Venator gang for Maud uh, Necromunda. Yeah. Um, and then I would get to like the twenty seventh of the month, realize I haven't done anything on it, and be like, "Oh, it's too late now." <laughs> <laughs> so I sort of, uh, because I was in the middle of army painting, and then it was a side project. Yeah. I so I got three done in about a year. Yeah. <laughs> and then and you only had like you only needed like six people for a. Yeah. So I think for my, a venator gang, especially. Well, I think my plan was to do like basically a swarm venator gang. So it's just like one expensive leader yeah. and then a horde of like cheap menials in like a rogue trader and his like oh, yeah, his ship did, crew. Did a, um... So like a gaggle of crewmen and then and that. So maybe I'll buy the Necromunda Citizens box and maybe convert up some more from Ooh, that. Because that's be cool. such a little cool little box if you get like four or five dudes in. Yeah. And, well, you were running out of options for your because you wanted everyone to be a little bit different, didn't you? Uh, well, no, because I've, I've got a mix of like fantasy bits and all sorts. Yeah. So, um, and me, like Mechanicum mixing like Gene Stealer Cult, Imperial Guard, Fantasy Empire, and 40k Mechanicum bits. You could make anything. You could make anything, and it always comes out looking yeah. really grim, dark. So. I, think, I love that. I think the next model I wanted to build was to go on the scenic base that I won from an Instagram <laughs> competition. Uh, and it was meant to be like the engine seer type guy. And I literally just bottled it and chickened out. Oh, Because wow. the base is so impressive. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Show it's... me, show me. So this was someone who... Oh, shit! Yeah. This was someone who just started a new commission building, uh, like 
studio on Instagram and I won their giveaway. And I was like, I kind of want like a Mechanicum ship base engineer type thing. And this is what they made. Yeah. Look at the fucking... A little cog on the the tank. Clockwork stuff. Yeah. Green stuff pipes. So I felt like I couldn't bodge together a model that would be worthy of that base. Oh my God, this is so cool. Which is why I stopped. I need to find who I won that from because it's so cool. So, so cool. Yeah, shout shout this out next time. Yeah. Or soon. I'll have to look back through my Instagram messages and stuff and <clears> see <throat> who I won it from. Hell yes, that's yeah, awesome. Because out of my, my all my Instagram wins, I've only had one that's never turned up. Really? Yeah, and the users blocked me. What was it? It was a chaos uh, corrupted space wolf iron smith irons iron wolf whatever they called rune caster priest iron priest priest. iron priest yeah um Uh, and it just never turned up and then when I went back to check on the like the message of the guy and being like uh is this coming uh it the account now just says instagram user so it means I've been blocked yeah and you can't remember the name of the can't guy. Can't remember the name. That's Dick. Yeah. That's real Dick. So that fucking sucks. Yeah. What was the last thing you won? Uh, Mystique and Beast oh. Marvel box. Nice. From yeah. Scapegoat Steve. Yeah, Scapegoat Steve. What's up? Yeah, friend of the podcast. We need that, to get down and play some games for him on his hell channel. Yeah, that'd be fucking cool. Because he's he's just on the Kent coast. Back to Marty Carcosa. I know. Oh the King my in god. Yellow. Yep. Um, this so, shit is cool as fuck. This Inquisitor. It's an Inquisitor that he did, right? Yeah. So it's it's a. Um, oh, he's got some background for it. Holy cool. Yeah. So part of the Ink Twenty Eight hashtag is about creating story for your models, or it can be anything that you're working on. Conrad Faust, holder of the Mask of the Beckoning Void. That's cool. Oh my god. <laughs> I gotta read this. This is badass, dude. Yeah, so it's uh, an Inquisitor model. Uh, what order is he from? Oh, it's a lot of stuff, isn't it? Uh, doesn't say. Uh, doesn't say in the hashtags, anyway. Um, so Inquisitor, Ink 28, Inquisimunda, uh, Grimdark, Blanchet, so... It's such a cool model, though. It's... Um, I don't even know what the base of it is. It's, I think it's... Um, is it the limited edition birthday inquisitor? The one where he's stabbing the book? I don't know. But, yeah, it's Order like, of the Withered Hope. Yeah, I just can't tell if it's a... A hereticus, a... Well, that's, that's hereticus, malus. isn't it? The eye? No, it's all Inquisitors. That's all Inquisitors, eh? So it's oh. Hereticus, Malice, or... Z- uh, Zeno. Zeno. Uh, is it Zeno? Xenos. Ordo Xenos. Yeah. So it's the three. I can't work out. I, I'm assuming it's a Hereticus, because of just how he looks. It's so cool. Wait, what are they? Her- Hereticus is which is anti-Psychar. Yeah. Malice, Malice is, is anti-Demon. Yeah. And Xenos is anti-Alien. Demon. Cool. Um, let's do this. <laughs> like a podcast thing. Let's do this one time. Let's let's build a fucking sweet ass inquisitor. But yeah, this is such a cool model. Um yeah, I'd be up for 
doing a little conversion and painting thing, maybe. Well, conversion thing for sure. Let's painting do this. Thing. Let's do this for um, Christmas. Right. Let's sit and we'll do it. What we'll do is we'll do you. You and I will do one each in December, um, because we're probably won't, not going to be playing a lot of games or anything in December, right? I don't, I don't know. I get a lot of free time in December. Oh yeah, huh? <laughs> I don't. I use all of my leave up in December because I have to because it renews in January. Smart. Mine doesn't <laughs> renew until March. Um, so let's sit down in December. We'll come up, and that'll give us time to talk to friends of the podcast and get them to do it too. And we'll do it all, and we'll like make it a, a contest. Yeah, because it was. Mr. Commissar something. What's his name? Who started the Inc. 28th hashtag. Yeah. Uh, it's like Molot- Commissar Molotov or something along those lines. Uh, he's been liking all my Marvel stuff because he's getting into Marvel stuff recently. Store anniversary miniature. Yes, it is. It is. Um, it's a Xeno power. Yeah. Oh, it's just at Commissar Molotov. Yes. Um, he started the the... The Ink Twenty Eighth um, hashtag a few years ago, and I, that's when I jumped on it and was doing my Venator gang through it. But his his uh, his feed is currently dominated by Marvel. Yeah, he is he's all in. Fucking a, who isn't? Yeah, uh, he's still doing his Ink Twenty Eighth stuff, but he he definitely loves it. Right on. So let's let's look at December. And we'll we'll kit bash and build one one mini, and we'll post them on our Instagram feeds, on our Facebook feeds, and stuff like that. And that's what for you, for you as well, uh, friends of the podcast out there, li- uh, yeah. listeners. So we'll do it for the twenty eighth of December, so just after December. Christmas. Yep. When we're all lying there feeling fat and disgusted with ourselves. <sighs> Fuck, I'm not going to be because I'm going to be working my ass off. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll feel fit and fun, and I'll probably won't have time to do anything with it. But yeah, we'll post all of them on the 28th of, you know, get them to us on the 28th of December, and um, we'll post them all on our feeds while we're sitting there, while Grant's sitting there watching fucking uh, Marvel movies or whatever it is you do. What do you do on Christmas? What's your Christmas tradition? Uh, so Christmas Eve is, uh, is I go around and drop off Christmas presents and then have Chinese food with my sister. Yeah, nice. I've taken part in that a couple yeah. of times. Good times. So that's it's watching, yeah, watching Christmas movies and eating Chinese food, of course. Yeah, uh, and then Christmas Day is uh, generally with the person who's staying with us if they need to. We have you Christmas do, morning with them. You do always uh, open your house to people who are. Um, yeah. If like their their family's gone out of town and they couldn't go, like you say, come on over to our house and we'll have Christmas with you. Yeah. You got to share the Christmas uh, with the bulldogs, though. Yep. <laughs> and then with Christmas, and then I normally either go to uh, we either do Christmas Day like a dinner with either my family or Kelly's family, and then we do Boxing Day dinner with the opposite cool right on so yeah um mine is always the same thing every christmas kaiju christmas i watch at least one godzilla movie every christmas nice uh last year i think it was destroy all monsters my wife and i watched so that was fun um so yeah ink 28 this is you you do like a, a book and a 
Oh, on you yeah, Christmas, pre- Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, uh, my wife and I will buy each other candy in a book, and we uh, we turn off the TV and we read books until we fall asleep, and we eat candy and we snuggle and uh, keep the house nice and warm. Mm. That's a, that's really nice. Yeah, and then um, yes, yeah, so you, you leave our, leave us, and then yeah, <laughs> go home, read your book, and uh, and that, and then you have yeah, Kaiju Christmas, Kaiju Christmas. Also on, and then you're uh, back to work, Boxing Day. Yeah, usually. On Thanksgiving, uh, we also do Trexgiving. So we watch Star Trek, uh, usually Next Generation, all day. Nice. Trexgiving. Um, yeah, Ink 28. Let's do Ink 28. Uh, I would say, well, it's already October, so we can't do it October. I would say we, November. We could do it for the 28th of October. No, it's all, we're already started right now. It's the tenth tomorrow. Yeah, eighteen days, two and a half weeks to build and paint one model. But by the time I get this edited and put out, like I, I want people to, I want people to play <laughs> yeah. along. And in November, I'm going to America for two weeks. Yeah, so I won't have time in November either. But yeah, it's such a cool base. I've picked it up again. Yeah, it's oh, it's, fucking it's intimidating how good it is to put a model on it. I don't know, man. I think that's cool as shit. But you should you should use that build yourself a Archmagos for your uh, Mechanicum army mm. and put that on it instead of instead of like using it for a Necromunda. Use it for a thirty k army that you're going to be using a lot. Yeah, I kind of I'm resisting the urge to have to repaint my Mechanicum army. I feel like I could just weather over them and I'd be happy. Why do you want to repaint them? Well, they're all really not well because they're. They're real basic. They're cool. Yeah. And you, you did a ton of work and you put them all out. Like, Yeah, that's why. They were my first fully painted 30K army. First fully painted army, probably. Yeah, actually, they were my first fully painted army. Um, Grant doesn't like to paint. I hate painting. <laughs> so you want to paint more. Well, I think feel like they, they're, they're so basic. They're... Like compare them to my demon army. So you well, want so my demon army could win best painting. They awards. could. They and my mechanicum were... army is no chance. No, probably not. But you want to go further into the Blanchitsu style. Well, I feel maybe. like they they only got decals after I started playing games against you. So yeah, that's when the mechanicum then got decals put on them. So I probably need to do those steps I would normally do after decals to the entire army. So I need to weather them. Get get like a squad of something, like some Castellax or something like that. Weather... Oh, I didn't talk about those. What? I finished that that bunch of Castellax right. on my that have been sitting on my desk for ages. Good as for well, you. This month. Good for you. They're finished and now in the case. Awesome. Uh, so get the get a squad of Castellax and fucking. Weather them up like you would, like you would for the rest of your army, like you were thinking, and see if if you dig them because you've got a squad of Castlex that's unweathered and a squad of Castlex that's weathered. See if it makes you happier. Does it spark joy? What does she say? Does this spark joy? If it does, do the rest of the army. If not, then think about stripping them and painting them. I don't think I'll strip them and paint them. I'm too lazy for that. It's really hard to strip um, resin resin because it gets all soft and gross. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, I think I'd just weather them. Weather the fuck out Make of them. Make them more fit in with how I see 30k armies now anyway. Yeah. 
I think that'd be smart. Mm. So yeah, Marty Carcosa, really cool. I know, what man, this was bad for us. <laughs> but yeah, it's such a cool we haven't actually described the model. Okay. So it is It's the store anniversary. It is the store anniversary model. Um it's he's got a new head, reposed the arms completely, the sword, the book's gone. I really wanted to go pick one of those models up last weekend. Yeah, they're cool as hell. But I didn't. Those specialty models that they do, like, um, who was the, the one that I really wanted was, um, not Yarick, what's his fucking name? The Black Library guy. The Inquisitor. From the books. Fuck. Eisenhorn. Eisenhorn. Oh, yeah. I wanted the Eisenhorn really badly. I've got one in my drawer. Do you? It's yeah. fucking awesome. What a cool mini. And, like, the, the like, store anniversary, like, Inquisitors and stuff that they do. That guy, is, that's the guy I want. But, yeah, this guy is so cool. He's got, like, is it, like, a bent kukri sword? Yeah, it looks like it. Um, And he's got, like, he's holding his left hand out in front of him. Uh... And I don't know, has he got something in his hand? No, he's he's got like a power fist. So it looks oh, really he's big. a really big chunky fist with like scroll work on the, the back of the hand. Yeah. And he's got like a death mask on, like um, bronze or brassed, like death mask covering his face, like plain, no features, just like eye holes and a... I assume that is nose. the mask of the beckoning void. Yeah. And... Yeah, he's got. He's so cool. He's covered in like scroll work, all flowing from like purity seals and the like. The the, the grime and stuff in it. Yeah, it's such I a cool love model. nothing more than like dark armor with like rust and dirt and things like that worked into the crevices of the army. Looks so fucking cool, man. So, what are these? Are these your? These are my three twenty-eight. Oh so yeah. Uh, let's see. So. This guy, yeah. that's your that's your engine. Um, so, so that was like, yes, yeah, so it was like the hunter, the duelist, and the the engineer. This is the hunter. Mm. These are cool, man. Yeah. So I dig it. Yeah, I'd build a couple more to go along with this style. I think lots of, but yeah, it was all lots of like white <clears throat> blending and stuff on the skin and glazing and. Nonsense, and they still just look like normal minis. <laughs> I love it. I think it's I cool. They, they, are, they're each individual has so much like personality. Like this old man, this engineer old man, yeah. he's cool as shit, dude. So yeah, these models are so cool. Um, and he's got his I love the shotgun. I love the Inc. Twenty Eight stuff. But I love the Inquisitor rule set. Um, I've never played Inquisitor, but I want to so badly. It's another one. I've got the rule book up there. Nice. Um, I've got a bunch of the 54 mil models, but Ink 28 is something that's just low, so so much. It sounds so much easier to do <laughs> because the scale of everything, like all the scenery and stuff, is right. Yeah, it's we've already got it. Yeah, I went to. Um, oh, have you seen the new Kill Team thing that was previewed yesterday? Negative. Uh, so it's his own Mortalis Kill Team. Oh, which has got Kasakin. Uh, the stormtroopers, the Cadian stormtroopers. Oh, and versus Gene Steelers, and it's like a whole bunch of new. I do zone love Mortalis walls and I stuff. Do love Gene Steelers? We've got tons of fucking zone Mortalis walls. We have no tiles for the bottom. Yeah, 
So anything we need tiles, we'll just use the shipboard map. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Um, but yeah. There we go. We can play exciting. some more Talos in the game. James Tabletop War James is salivating over it. I bet. He's like, yeah. He loves that shit. Um, so. Yeah. Everyone else should get involved in Inc. 28 as well because mm. Marty Carcosa is an inspiration. Marty Carcosa is an inspiration. The King in Yellow, Marty Carcosa. What a badass. Um, okay. My final one. Oh, have we not done your final? We haven't done my final wow, one. Wow, we have been <laughs> off on all the tangents today. <laughs> Shorter oh. episodes, more often. Shorter yeah. episodes. Uh, this one is by Commander Dot Mittens. Uh, I think this is someone we've chatted about before. Um, or it's someone I already follow, for uh, sure. Well, our podcast doesn't follow them, no, so I'm following them now. But Grant does. Grant does. Sorry, um, Arch underscore Magos follows, follows them. them. Uh, Commander Mittens. Uh, these, these very clean. Work. Very, very clean. Uh, it's one of the Lumineth Realm Lords, uh, the lady with the veil over her face and the big cup full of smoke. I really love this. The, the cool thing about this mini is it's not just because the veils are supposed to be sheer, you can't just paint them. You have to glaze in where there's going to be skin tones and things like that, and it's a very lovingly crafted yeah. mini. So you have to paint paint the skin in, and then yeah, glaze over it the color of that you want the the veils, the veils to be, or you so. could paint the veil and then glaze in the skin tones. Like it's it's a very tricky thing to paint. Um, I would never want to do that. And this person, Alex Commander Mittens, has done an amazing job. It's a very cool mini. There's like snow and ba- uh, things like that on the base the cup full of magic are you that- sure that's not waves it could be waves i'm sorry i thought it was snow i think it's waves i don't know why there's wheat there but i think it's water let me look at com- some of commander mitten's other stuff and see um other R- lumineth realm lords and see if there's a hint none of them are based none of them are based commander mittens come on i don't know anyway um I think it's meant to be waves. It could be. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Which is which is why the there's water. The white yeah. fabric is sheer. I think you're right. Um, the coolest part of this, I think, is the cup of magic that yeah. this elf is holding. It goes. It fades from like a, a electric blue to like a soft bubblegum pink. Yeah, which it's are our nice. yeah. That's that's our uh, podcast colors. podcast colors. Uh, I thought that was really cool. And it looks like there's some white and stuff like that mixed in there. So it looks like it's sparkling. Yeah. Very, very cool. Very pretty. Very time-consuming mini. Yeah, this is this is that clean, crisp GW painting style. Yes. Yeah. This is this is one that's not it's it's painted so well that it would really stand out, and yet you could still use it for gaming. It's not something that you're gonna be afraid to put on the table. Mm. Um I think that it's really, really pretty. The the choice of colors in this is beautiful and uh the time spent doing the skin tones and the um the differences in the skin tones that are exposed versus the skin tones under the veils is really nice uh yeah this killer mini top to bottom commander mittens just just reading the um the uh info that they put underneath and it was for a local game store painting competition uh there was a selection of models they could paint and enter uh, I wonder if that's because they didn't sell that many of these. Mm. Mm. But this was one of them, and uh, Commander Mittens, 
paints Lumineth. Yeah, paints a lot of um, Lumineth stuff already. And they wanted to do this model in the sheer white dress. And it was the winning piece. The winning piece. Way yeah. to go, Commander Mittens. Way to kick ass. So, um, uh, but they're still trying to improve on this piece. Yeah, you never stop improving. Like, Someday you I just got to finish. still working into it, even though it's a, an award-winning piece. It's very cool. Uh, this model is so great, and it's something I would never want to paint. I could not. I could not, would not, would I choose to do this. No. Um, oh, look, they've got a Twitch. Uh, so, yeah, Commander Mittens has a Twitch. I'm not sure if that's... Ooh, I like the um, Mechanica model they've painted up. Ooh. With the, uh, the... Ooh, like the purple and green uh, wires. Yeah, and the... Look at the... the chemistry chemical set? chemistry stuff on the top. The, yes. The weird... Teal. Or teal liquid, yeah, in the... In the coil, very uh, neat beaker thing. It's really cool. Yep, and that's the, good. Then the glow of the weird proddy lance thing. It's such a cool model. Yep. Um, I have this model. Didn't you buy me this model for Christmas last year? I think so. So I still have it unbuilt somewhere. Balls. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Commander oh, Mittens paint sca- paint scheme. And the style. Galaxy Ghost. So cool. That's so awesome. The um, what that's, are those called? Very um, uh, the the chain rasps. Yeah, it's it's like the Louise Sudgeon style. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of all the the galaxy themed stuff for her Zench stuff, it's so cool. Yeah, Commander Mittens kicks butts, and uh, yeah, let's let's give a follow to Commander Mittens. Yep, very cool, very cool. So that's. I think I think that's we're done for today. What I do, do believe we haven't got anything else to talk about. Nope. So we've we've chatted about a lot, haven't we? We have. We chatted about movies. Movies. We chatted about food. Mexican and Chinese food. Not together. That's just that a way to make. Oh, my boss at work told me the other day that he he does lasagna with like beans. Like what baked like baked beans like fucking side. Heinz beans on the side or in in it uh, on the side but he eats them together right which is fucking weird to me he's like yeah. lasagna right garlic bread right Heinz beans well he wants Branston beans Branston beans I'm like what the fuck are you talking about bro what? get the fuck out of here well, with that English people do eat a lot of baked beans they, well yeah. and they're different from American baked beans by the way only slightly well, but is they isn't are. America like more barbecue beans. No, in America, they there's almost always pork fat in the beans, though. I like right. So yeah, definitely not vegan. No, definitely not vegan. I don't want pig in my beans. If I want bacon in the beans, I'll put bacon in the beans. Yeah, that's what Don always well, says. I I don't eat baked beans, so it's one of the few things I don't. I like baked beans. Don't eat or like. It's good beans, beans and cheese on toast, bro. But yeah, because in the Fuck UK, yeah. it's very, it's a, a very sweet tomatoey sauce yeah. with beans. Yeah, but in America, it's not. Like you that. can get lots of different flavors, like with barbecue added in, or with like here they have with curry added in, which is really nice. That's that's a northern thing, but yeah, sure. Tastes good. Curry, tastes good. Curry on everything. Yeah, tastes good. Mm. All right, so um, yeah, I think we've talked about all sorts of things. Everything not hobby related in our hobby podcast. Yeah, you guys want to get on an Ink Twenty Eight? Let yeah, us know. Definitely should. Um, you guys want to? What else do we say that we should get people to do? 
Tell us more games that we can play on a smaller surface yeah. uh, for recording bat reps. Give us uh, some shout-outs for people that we should be shouting out. Yes, because we've uh, got one of those coming up. Um, our good friend of ours, George uh, Dawkins, got a hold of me the other day and gave us inspiration for shouting someone out. Uh, and we're not just going to shout that person out, George. We are going to do a full-on interview with that person, talk about their story, and you guys are going to be so fucking inspired when you hear about this person. Uh, it's someone who's very... Um, I don't want to say brave. Brave is someone that, you know... It's a person who's very strong. Very... Um, what am I looking for? A person who's overcome quite a bit uh, in their hobby journey, and uh, it's someone that we want to take it take time to yeah, really this is, this, shout out. This is a hobby hero, isn't it? It's a straight up fucking hobby hero. That we are going to uh, be having a, a nice chat with. Yeah. So yeah, look forward to that in the next. Probably next week. Next week well, we're so. recording next weekend. Yeah. Um, so hopefully I'll be able to get that out as quick as possible. But you'll like it. Uh, yeah, so get back to us. Yeah, if you think there's any other, uh, any games, any um, accounts, anything like that that we need to shout out, something that we need to raise awareness of, let's fucking do it, okay? We're yeah, here. stuff to people to share the hobby love or like, people you think we should shout out, people who <clears throat> need and deserve more followers, people we can uh, yeah, or or things that you're getting into that you think we should get into. Like yeah, you saw things... us just go uh, Ink 28 crazy for like 38 seconds uh, <laughs> in like 38 seconds here. So if you if you think like, oh man, I'm doing this crazy thing, I think you guys should do it too, let us know. Maybe yeah. we'll fucking do it. Or um, yeah, or if you know like new startup projects of things like uh, people who are writing new games mm-hmm. things like that we think we'd be interested let us know because we we love this hobby it's, we do. it's what we do all the time and we'll you know like if you if you uh, yourself have a game coming out or you know someone who does let us get get a hold get us a hold of their beta test rules we'll play it and fucking let you know exactly what we think of it and uh, that'd be fun yeah. I'd love to beta test a game for somebody that'd be super cool anyway um, yeah, I think we're, uh, I think we're ready to go, eh? We're done. Right, we're done. Well, tell them the good news, Grant. The we love you. We love you. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find our Facebook fan page at Throw and Dice Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Throw and Dice Pod. You can follow our personal Instagrams at LDestructo83 and Arch underscore Magos. You can email us with questions or comments at throwanddicepod at gmail.com. And thank you so much for our ripping theme song to riff your pod on Instagram and Bandcamp. One last thing. Keep safe. Keep it happy. Keep sharing the hobby love. And keep throwing throwing dice. dice.